I'm Alana Rocha with a brief look at the latest news in Texas politics and policy from the Texas Tribune. The lists are out. Thursday, all 15 Roman Catholic dioceses in Texas released lists of credible sexual abuse claims against clergy, some dating as far back as the 1940s and 50s. Four priests and a deacon in Lubbock, 42 in Galveston, Houston, 22 in Austin, 53 in San Antonio. Letters or videos from bishops apologizing for the harm caused and offering prayers for the survivors accompanied many of the lists. The Texas Attorney General's office says it stands ready to assist law enforcement any way it can. The diocese release came in response to a call for transparency from Pope Francis as the church continues to deal with an ongoing sex abuse scandal. The Big Three, Governor Greg Abbott, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, and House Speaker Dennis Bonin, say they'll be united in pushing for a measure to curb property tax growth by limiting how much money local governments collect without voter approval. The trio held a news conference Thursday shortly after the House and Senate's tax leaders filed identical bills that would require voters to okay property tax revenue growth over 2.5 percent. Keep in mind the legislature could not get a 4 percent cap passed in 2017. The leaders of both chambers challenged cities and counties who push back against the legislation, as is expected, to come to Austin with solutions in hand if they don't like the new proposals. In response, House Democrats criticized the bills and expressed concerns that lawmakers will cap property tax growth without replacing the lost revenue for schools. At that same news conference, Governor Abbott downplayed concerns about the inaccuracy of the Secretary of State's list of voters flagged for citizenship review. Abbott said the list of 95,000 voters initially identified was never meant to be a hard and fast list. In the days since the release, SOS officials have been quietly telling counties that the state's list swept up tens of thousands of U.S. citizens who should not have been scrutinized. The SOS has not responded to questions about how much this would reduce the initial count. This week, the Tribune's multimedia team released the latest episode in our mini-documentary series, Under the Dome, chronicling the 86th legislature. House and Senate leaders made their highly anticipated committee assignments, and one longtime lawmaker ended up in the doghouse. To me, the the Selger is the big surprise. And maybe it's One of the most notable shifts was sort of a thorough snub for Senator Kel Seliger, who's a veteran lawmaker from Amarillo, a Republican, but a moderate. Not only did he lose his chairmanship of the Higher Education Committee, he also lost his seat on the Powerful Finance Committee. He interpreted this as a snub from the lieutenant governor. A top aide to lieutenant governor called me and said, you know, if the senator doesn't appreciate his new committee chairmanship as the agriculture committee head, we'll be happy to give it to someone else. Senator Seliger went on a radio show in West Texas. He said, And I have a recommendation for Ms. Sylvester and her lips and my back end. After meeting with the lieutenant governor, Senator Seliger was told he would not be leading the ag committee at all. Watch it now at texastribune.org slash video. I'm Alana Rocha with the Texas Tribune. You've been briefed. The brief is sponsored by ETS. Research capabilities, commitment to quality, a vision of collaboration and service. These standards set ETS apart. Learn more at www.ets.org/k12.